Uh, what's everyone's favorite breakfast carb? This is a good question. Um, I feel like I like I appreciate almost all of them. Like there's not there's not one that I'm like ooh. Uh, although like any like I don't like sweet cheese, so like a cheese Danish or whatever, I'm probably gonna stay away from. But um, uh, <laughs> the um, I I really do love a waffle. I do think I like a nice crispy waffle that you get to fill all the pockets with syrup and butter and like get like you'll get one that like has extra butter and like get the extra buttery taste um mm-hmm. it's really good i do i do enjoy that a lot i if it's gonna be like with something like forming a sandwich or whatever then i usually want an english muffin sure mm. but if it's gonna be the star of the show I understand all the things that people are like, oh, waffles do this and waffles do that. And I like a waffle and we'll have a waffle sometimes, but I want a pancake. I love pancakes. No beef with pancakes, certainly. Love a pancake. Yeah. Little beef with pancakes. Wow. No. We can't have beef with pancakes. <laughs> certainly, I don't pan- want beef on my pancakes. What about beef sure. bacon? Yeah. I don't, beef I, bacon. I don't like the meats touching the sweets. Sure. Yeah. And no, that's what you say see, <laughs> the poor musical yeah, you're you, writing. Yeah, you go, to the, you go to the diner and you say, oh, I'll have a, a waffle and a side of bacon, and I don't like the meat. Touching the sweets. <laughs> see, I, lo- I love pouring syrup on right. meat. Yeah, bacon. Yeah, sausage, I want a little syrup on my bacon. Um, For me, it's tough. I guess my I default is that I, I would say I like a waffle. Also, but to mm-hmm. be different, I'll say I respect the the the, the classic toast. Isn't Love there, toast. Mm. Some toast with some butter, cut into corners. I do. Uh, I do enjoy um, at a diner, like having a different type of jelly on each piece of toast. Of like, I'll do a grape on one piece, and then a mixed mm. berry, and then a strawberry, uh, orange marmalade. Like, do like. Because they're all just there, and so I like Apple I'll have one of each, and like you're right, yeah. Um, I never do I any like... of the sweet spreads. I always just leave butter, and that's mm-hmm. it. And I like if I'm having yeah, a like... sort of uh, egg situation, I'll dip it in that. Right. Or if I in like the yolk, gravy. yeah, certainly, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like butter so much. Butter's great. Um, butter... Yeah, my answer might be hash browns or home fries. <laughs> sure. I wasn't even thinking about that's like that's something. Those I feel wow. they can be a little bland. I sometimes is my. But you no. can just a, a couple shakes of salt and uh, sorry, Amelia. I know you're a hater. A lot of ketchup. <laughs> no, get that. Out Never of mind. I'm pro Colin flashing the Richard Nixon right now. You <laughs> <laughs> can't have the double piece sign. Yes, he can. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I reclaimed it. It's like New Balance. Gavone, Sorrentino, Maiwen, Dolan, 
kidding. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Gramuga. Uh, Colin Ashley. Emilio Diaz. Today, we are making amends. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> right like wrong. I did a bad thing. We need an apology from Andy yeah. up top. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't do an Apple Notes app apology, but maybe I should have. Um, yeah, I forget time. we have to name this episode. We messed up. <laughs> 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 I now think of titles for episodes before we record them. Uh, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to, so to tell the story, um, a couple weeks ago, we, of course, uh, recorded a great episode on Iris X's mm-hmm. film Frankie with our lovely guest, Chris File. Yeah. And I was very excited about, uh, and shortly after this episode, you know, we're not great at, or, at, Co- collectively like posting on the twitter on a schedule yeah. or like doing yeah. like, i'd say regularly. a lot of the time a tweet will show up and i'll be like i didn't know this was gonna happen i didn't even know who did this <laughs> that's right yeah um you know we're a, we're a, a ragtag operation we don't have much infrastructure in place for that sort of thing the ways that um, we all choose to use the can i kick it twitter account mine mostly being for juicing my likes and voting in <laughs> polls that i start <laughs> 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 Emilio, of course, never touches the thing. I'm not yeah, sure it doesn't have the login. Login is. <laughs> is afraid to ask for it. I log in to the to the Twitter all the time. Really? I don't use it for anything. Interesting. Um, but I, whenever I think of it, I do like to post a like tomorrow or this week with some sort of like picture. Like, like you know, I think they're fun. Like, you can have a lot of fun with sure, that sort of thing. Sure, of course. Um, and, of course, uh, we have a long-storied history on this podcast of talking about uh, Entourage. Um, uh, one uh-huh. of the most uh, iconic depictions of film festival in Fizz. Of course. In um, and Twice. so... Um, think, and also recently, uh, Frank has been sort of in the air for uh, me a little bit. Like, it's in our... In, sure. It's, there's been Frank... Uh, images of the Frank head around i feel like recently i feel like yeah Yeah. i brought it back a little bit yeah a little bit um so i of course uh after we recorded this episode was like oh a great tweet would be to (laughs) tease frankie by posting uh, a photo of just the frank head which is very iconic and like makes you think of frank and then a a photo of e from entourage kevin connelly I'll push back on it being iconic, but we can continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, so the problems with that. Number one, no one knows what Frankie is. <laughs> so them seeing two pictures that don't relate to a movie. Well, they didn't They didn't at the time. Of course, now that we've sure, done our blockbuster episode yeah, now Frankie, Frankie's on everyone's mind. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone's going to be like, what? You're doing an episode on Frank. I thought, Frank, what? Well, yeah, You're so not the doing second Frankie too? Is no one knows who Kevin Connolly is. No one watches yeah. Entourage or talks about it anymore. <laughs> no, and he's not. Famous. It's not on anyone's mind. Is it even on Max? I assume it is, but it no one ever be. talks about it's it. It, it. It must be. It's a flagpole. People, there's there's some still there's some corners of the internet out there that still remember and and like talk about Entourage. But sure, the, but not mostly listeners. like people will do will post like Vince is doing the movie. Like sure. that's like sort that's of what, the I guess that's what it. I, where like yeah. he is the least. Uh, yeah, of the a picture of a man Entourage. sitting down <laughs> doesn't really scream. Like if you Entourage. Posted a picture of Turtle, people would have known. Oh yeah, it's Turtle. If people, if you posted yes, a picture yes. of Johnny Drama, people would have right. known that. Yeah, Lloyd. Even would have 
gotten more more recognition. Um, um, but the problem also is just like it just looks like he's in Frank, <laughs> and everyone can be like, I guess I don't remember Frank well enough. Is that Donald Gleason? <laughs> right. So this led to. At least two people tweeting at, at us. At least two. In, with and some... at most, two. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, right. But how many do the two represent of the larger? Sure, audience? yeah. It's uh-huh. on... Both tweets had right. <laughs> multiple thousands of views. That's right. And of people, like, expressing legitimate excitement. Yeah. I love we Frank. About to... <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. In 2023, release an episode on the 2014 Lenny Abrahamson picture. Frank, um, mm-hmm. and because of that, uh, I of course brought this to the group DM and was like, "This is a disaster. People are thinking that we're talking about Frank." Did they you do? Did get... you bring this? I thought this was me. I feel like I posted in the group DM first. Like people think we're talking about Frank. Like that Maybe. was like. I feel like most of these were in the replies to my cool tweet. Certainly, yeah, that was also an issue. But like, I, there was like, I feel like I saw okay. those and was like, all right. People think we're talking about Frank. Yeah. And then people did think that. Uh a crushing disappointment uh from my that my clever tweet wasn't uh landing. Well received, yeah. Um mm-hmm. people should have thought that. And then there was the crushing disappointment of us not releasing an yeah. episode about Frank. That's right. We released the episode of Frankie. It did great. People liked Frankie. Yeah, the it's a good episode. Yeah, great again, episode. great episode, great um, movie. Great yeah, check that one out. Recommend. Yeah, um, if you're here for just for Frank, go back and listen to the Frankie episode because yeah. we and know yeah. at the time you may have been clouded by your disappointment. But <laughs> right. and now that you to be clear, Frank, to be clear, we did not mention Frank once on the Frankie episode. No, well, it does not yeah. come out up whatsoever. Um, um, no, what we should do though to promote this episode is post a picture of Frankie. And then the same picture of Kevin Connolly, but crossed out. <laughs> so, well, and, uh, would you believe that uh, while we were having this conversation, I went into the Can I Take It Twitter account um, and I tweeted this week for real, and it's a picture that's the yeah. same picture of Frank. Hi, this is Jesse cutting in with two quick little notes. One, there's a little audio glitch here, and. There was enough confusion that when we cut back in, we may not be at exactly the same point in the conversation. There wasn't a great way to do that seamlessly, so there's a little point for me to come in and say hi. And the other thing uh, that I wanted to say that uh, hadn't been fully worked out when we recorded this is that uh, about a week ago, I interviewed Julian Rail, who just took over as the general delegate of Directors Fortnite. We've been talking a lot about that section of Cannes the last few weeks, so I was really excited to get to talk to him. That interview is being published today as this episode comes out in In Review Online. And there's going to be uh, a link to a preview of this week's issue. Uh, a lot, Most of the reviews uh, go up on the website, but uh, a lot of the features, including the interview, do not. Uh, so that probably won't be in the description first thing when the episode goes up, but it uh, should be by the afternoon. 
and I'm excited uh, to share that. And if you like the uh, this this week's issue of the magazine, uh, consider subscribing to that. I've had other writing in there. Amelia wrote something during Can. Uh, yeah, this is almost like our first ad, but now it's not. I'm not being paid for this. I'm just promoting my own work. Uh, but this is the second take, and fortunately, it's much shorter than the first take. Uh, but I think I'd better send you back to Frank Talk. All right, we're back, and from here on out, it's only Frank. It's pure Frank Talk. Yep. So, Frank. Uh-huh. Released in 2014. Premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. So, here's the released... first note. Oh. Here's the first thought I have. Mm-hmm. Much like how the movie 88 Minutes isn't 88 minutes long, how fucked up is it that Frank didn't play South by? Yeah. It's strange. A movie about them going right. to South yeah. by Southwest. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they right. don't South mention that there's a film point. festival at any. Sure, point. they only talk about it. Yeah, maybe the you know the film programmers were mad. They were like, "How are you doing all this stuff about South by Southwest, and you don't mention our stuff even once?" Yeah. It did play South by Southwest. Okay, sure. It, it played March tenth, twenty fourteen. This is according just... to IMDb. And no, then of no, no. I believe you. They they play there. Sundance movies at South by sure. Southwest. It just wasn't on the wiki. That's okay. I should have done more research. That's okay. Yeah. Um. So, was released. One... Can I say August fifth, twenty fourteen, off the top of my head in the United States? Is that right? Let's see. <laughs> this is huge. Uh, United States Montclair Film Festival, United Kingdom, United Kingdom, Seattle International. It played a lot of festivals. Yeah, um, sure. Los you got to get the buzz festival. up for Frank. Main International Film Festival, United States, New York City, New York, August fifteenth, twenty fourteen. Limited so United States, limited August twenty second. I and think I United saw States well, Internet September fifth. That was fast. That was that. Well, I did not wait. I'm pretty sure I saw it in August. I may, quite possibly on August 22nd. Uh, I, I don't know how it happened, but I was definitely like, maybe just because Fast Thunder was in it and this is kind of his peak, I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta see Frank. Yeah. It's a top priority it was mm-hmm. playing at the East Street Cinema, so a little bit of a trek, uh, and we had a family outing in which we all went to go see the 2014 film Frank. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Whoa, that's so that's great! I love this." Now, did either of you, Emilio and Andy, had either of you seen it before? No. No, and in fact, I the, my main knowledge of Frank, memory of Frank, was for some reason there was there was an interview, and then they had the band from Frank play on the Colbert Report sure. around the time of its release. Just mm-hmm. the actors, like I think it was the actors, and mm-hmm. like Michael, like Michael Fassbender was wearing the head, like, sure. and, like it was the band from Frank. It was not like here are the actors from Frank performing a song from Frank. Um, <laughs> And I, I forget who was on in the interview segment. Sure. Um, probably either Fassbender or Gyllenhaal. 
Yeah, it might have been Jill and Hall. Yeah. Um, they didn't let Scoot off the, off the leash. Just let him I wish. I wish Scoot had done a full court press this, for this movie. It's possible this is the first time that I clocked Scoot McNary. Ooh, yeah, because it came out. I it was it was definitely He's... it was in this zone because there's like Gone Girls right after this. Sure. Um, He's I definitely build above yeah. the title. He's like on the. the I mean, he's like he is an important character until sure. he hangs himself halfway through the movie, yeah. which yes. was earlier than I remembered. I was like, we get a solid two acts of Scoot McNary being in this movie, but no, it's it's an act and a half. Yeah, I knew Scoot because I knew Argo. And I was uh, sure. I was like, this guy is also in Killing Them Softly, which I, at the time, yeah, I don't to remember. See and... I don't think I had seen Killing Them Softly. And then Twelve Argo, was a slave I'd as seen well. But... Right? Yeah. I, I think Killer I at this point like, went back and I was like, oh, he's an Argo in Twelve Years a Slave. And I mean, a name like that, we must have talked about. It yeah. Before. It's I just mean, like he's it draws yeah, your yeah. eye. I mean, he's I've, great. You know, he's. I bring up Halt and Catch Fire every chance I can. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible on that show. Um. Yeah, the great three and one tenth seasons I've seen of that show are great. <laughs> you gotta finish it, Jesse. It's really strong. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure it. You know, it has been a strange amount of time. Yeah, um, I don't know if I had to start over. <laughs> certainly, you know, maybe you just start project, over the fourth season. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, that's probably fine. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, what was your uh, pulse on this film in 2014, Cohen? I just through like knowing slightly what sort of like indie movies were coming out, and like mm-hmm. at the time being aware of South by Southwest and like <laughs> like just smaller festivals like that sure. or smaller whatever, um, more American festivals and like hearing like oh this movie was at sundance and like just the fact i believe i mean if i could transport myself a lot of it was like why well, i want to see what wh- why when he takes the head off <laughs> all right that's the big i like they're showing <laughs> this trailer reason, like, I, I remember them being, yeah i remember them being like pretty adamant that he wasn't going to take the head off <laughs> like, i feel like in the well, in the Colbert is... report interview they were like yeah sure. he doesn't take the head off it's sure really he does spend a lot of the movie being quite adamant that you won't take the head off yeah my but question was, was like... more did you enjoy this movie? oh 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 at the time i i think there's elements that i enjoyed i do remember myself being a little disappointed after they leave the house Mm-hmm. Um, which I was similar to my experience now. Um, but, uh, also at the time, I believe if not the same night around the same time, I watched the Charlie McDowell movie, the one I love, which was a, a 2014 sort of festival, sure. uh, low key. Yeah. That one had um, less of a theatrical release. I yeah. feel like I saw that it popped up on Netflix pretty fast. Yeah, that that one's the uh, Mark Duplass and uh, Elizabeth Moss. Um, oh sure, I saw that one. Dancing to dance. A classic. Sure. A classic. I made a point to get that DVD from the library. Movie. Sure, this was. I mean, Just my era Frank. when I would rent things off iTunes <laughs> and wait for the digital streaming release. Uh, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I feel like my entire conception of Frank at the time was probably like 
I rented some movie that played the had a trailer. That, like, the, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that the Oscars that had a trailer for Frank, probably. Sure. Yeah. So half the time anybody talks about Frank, I have also been like, is that the movie with uh, Frank Langella and the robot? But robot. Yeah, Frank. robot and Frank. Uh, maybe that's uh, next month. Maybe. maybe. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I, I was, like, at the time, I was, like, a big Michael Fassbender fan yeah. and, like, excited to see whatever he did and like this yeah. being such a sort of small turn for him after yeah. being in all these big movies i yeah. was like whoa what's like, this you don't even see his face <coughs> yeah but that's uh, one of his major assets <laughs> and i did nice i did own one of the songs on itunes mm, <laughs> there's really? one that i uh yeah the one uh that he sings about the uh tuft in the carpet lone standing uh-huh. tough uh-huh. I remember being like, I certainly I listened have... to the soundtrack on Spotify. Sure, yeah. Well, um, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. I maybe now is the time to say that Andy, I am quite offended that it did not strike you as obvious that I would enjoy the the music of the band oh. from Frank. Well, that's just simply because it's so terrible. <laughs> no, like, it's quite, and, it's, you know, it's not great. There's certainly, it's, it's fine. But it's I, like, I enjoy pretty much all of it. I mean, well, and it's this thing where it's like, it's like, like, you know, it's, like, pretentious, like, arty, like, self-conscious sort of, like, where I'm, like, is this parody well, sure, style that, yes, of music? it is. Like, yes. Right. So I'm, but like, well, then it's, it's not, I'm not good. supposed to take it seriously as music, like. I'd say as far as, like, fake movie bands go relative to the band that they're trying to be, it's pretty decent, like. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think there may be better than they should be in the context sure, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, like. I feel like this kind of music is a little harder to approximate than the sort of other Maybe. movie bands. Like, yes, I feel yeah. like, obviously, like, that thing you do that's, like, a great song or whatever, but I think yeah. it's, like, easier to sort of come up with that sort of... Right, right. more of a pastiche song, of that. Yeah, yeah, than, right, like, yeah. Sort, than sort of, like, write a, like, a weird proggy rock thing like they're doing. Like, that seems like a... It's sort of... I think they do a successful job of writing music that sounds like people are coming up with it as they're performing yeah. it. Right. Which is yeah. Seems deceptively difficult. Yes. Um Well, so we should say that this is again per the Wikipedia, but it is based on uh John Ronson he wrote, co-wrote the movie right. and he was in a band um he was part of the band with uh, the persona Frank Sidebottom, who, if you look up, yeah. is basically wearing the Frank head. Yeah. Um, but it was a band called the Freshies, um, a guy called Christopher Sevy, Sivy. Um, and uh, it was sort of based on that sort of style. Yeah. And like, and it is, it if you could like Captain Beefheart. And yeah. Like, if you didn't know that, one of the writers of the movie was named John Ronson, and this character is named John. Uh, this character could, played by Donald Gleason, could only be an authorial insert because no one would ever think to write a character this useless. What? Yeah. He really. I think Gleason does a decent job at yeah, playing sure. 
the biggest yeah, piece of shit, like annoying incel asshole. No, he's a guy trying to save the band. Andy, you're lying. You're lying. You are not. He doesn't even think that. No, I mean, well, not save the band, but he's like he's trying to like use the like use this art and like bring it into a more mainstream place, which I think is like you know an interesting like character goal to do, and I think that's like. It's like an interesting thing to examine, and I I think he's an interesting character. I don't know. He's like the only performance that really works. He doesn't really endeavor to do that specifically until pretty late in the movie. The first, you know, when they're in the house, he's sure. just kind of faffing he's about. Chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we, we say too much so? About the movie. Like, I want to hear all your Lenny Abrams thoughts. <laughs> I I don't I sure. this is the only one I've seen. I, uh, yeah, I have seen Room. Room. Wow. And I I have saw... seen I guess I'm the super fan because I have seen Room and The Little Stranger. Sure. Um I saw both of them in theaters. Have not revisited either since. Uh Anyone I think I thought both of them people? I did not watch Normal People. Ugh, um which dude. does sound like something I would have done. Yeah. Um but I did not. Um I think Ru- I th- I think I thought Room was like okay at the time. Like I was like yeah. I, I mean, certainly um, the main draw to Room for me was like, wow, the Frank guy's already got a new movie and Brie Larson's yeah. in it. And, it was, right. and then it I saw an it and I remember he was nominated for was best pretty director. Good. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I you know have not thought about that movie almost at all. It's maybe and, and now we get Dick of Trimblet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No flounder. I went, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it is aged similarly to this movie. Probably not, because it doesn't. You know, doesn't have the same uh, use of social media that yeah. this film does. That's. I mean, that's the thing. But What's yeah. Um, yeah, Amelia? Do you have any history with Abrahamson? Abrahamson. No. I just like. Right. If he's well, like, and then, he's yeah. like a classic guy who's like filmography I see on like IMDb and I'm just like this is a strange filmography. Yeah, he right. did make a movie before. <laughs> a little strange, Frank, right? He made um, three, did he? apparently. Three. Whoa. Yeah. Well, and then yeah, they're all like Irish, you know, like small. Movies. Sure. I do want to touch Gleason on the, in the, one of them. Maybe I do want to touch on the Little Stranger briefly, which also does start Gleason. <sighs> And like, go ahead. The, the release of that movie was like interesting. I feel because like it was a real like it came out in August. I think it was at a Focus feature or something, or it was like one of the like the prestige arms of 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 a of a major studio. Yeah, it was either had a Focus it. feature or search. Like. Yeah, and the um the scuttlebutt like pretty early on. I feel like on Twitter it was like this movie's actually, pr- like, good, and, like, they don't know what they have with it, and, like, they don't, like, they're dumping it in, like, August or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I remember that being the sentiment of people being, like, I- I'm under embargo about this movie, I can't say what, and then, like, it sort of came out that that was The Little Stranger. And so that was enough to get me to, like, go see that. That might have even been, like, in the summer of movie pass or something, I don't even remember. Well, 2018, um, so. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so I definitely, like, went and saw that in theaters and was like, yeah, this is all right. It's like very stylistic and like, it is like really doing a thing, um, in, with genre and tone in a way that, uh, that I don't think Frank is or, or room is really. Um, so it's, I think it's like probably his best directorial effort, although I don't remember it super Mm, clearly. Interesting. Um, He, uh, Donald Gleason is not in any of his previous movies. He, of course, he made, 
Adam and Paul, uh, Garage, and What Richard Did, starring Jack Rayner as Richard. Right. Uh, A promising young man about to start university suddenly throws his life into uncertainty when he accidentally commits a serious crime. Now that, that sparked recognition for you, Cohen? Uh, well, no, I saw this poster on Letterboxd yesterday, oh, sure. and I was like, yeah. whatever happened to Jack Rayner? <laughs> He's around. He's, um... Is he doing maybe. TV? I don't know. Probably, yeah. Um, he, he was, was in Cherry. Uh, yeah, he plays Pills and Coke in Cherry. Um, mm-hmm. but, He's uh, in Detroit. Right, he's in Detroit. Um, But the movie Frank... Just a brief yeah. little setup of what it is about. Yeah, sure. Uh, Donald Gleason lives in a small English town, I believe. Because I don't think he's yeah. playing Irish, um, even though they so. go to Ireland, which is odd. Yeah. Um, sort of like well, how in 88 it... minutes it's not 88 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, is sort of just like a stuck guy trying to write right. songs and like can't find inspiration yeah, he lives with his parents who yeah you see very right briefly. he's always just like looking at stuff and being like can i make that into a song or yeah whatever. and like, then tweeting about what food he's eating he's got no followers on twitter but he's still posting yeah. i think it's 14 i think i wrote down yeah, he has 14, 14. followers because the movie does the little hashtag like hashtag nom 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 yeah everyone yeah. Was, was told it was okay to put the text on the screen um mm-hmm. he and uh, yeah he he loves a hashtag he doesn't tweet yeah. without a hashtag it's yeah great. well it was 2014 Andy. that's what we yeah. did yeah. no this is absolutely how i tweeted <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he was like 100 percent my, <laughs> yeah, that's for my life. yeah you got mad when i said he was useless because you were like i could have been that guy <laughs> yeah absolutely Am I? <laughs> but then he happens upon uh a guy flailing in the ocean and it's Frank's band's keyboard player having a bit of an episode. Uh, or maybe not the ocean, just the water. Um, but he... Um, Could have been the and, ocean. I don't know why you backed off right. of that. Uh, yeah. Probably the ocean. He <laughs> starts <laughs> chatting up Scoot McNary. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. The band's sort of the manager. Man manager. Right. And, and then he's um, just like, I play keyboards. Like yeah, he sort yeah. of says. Opportunistic. Sees, yeah. the, sees his way in. Mm-hmm. And then plays Tries a gig with him. That he didn't. Yeah. And, uh... Can we pause here to talk about the composition of Frank's band? Sure. So it... Frank is right. the Front lead band. singer Vocals. of the band, played right. by Michael Fassbender. Wears a big head all the time. He's got papers to say he doesn't have to take it off. I've got papers. Even when he's crashing through customs. Right. Doing a spot-on American accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I've got my papers. From, <laughs> he's from, yeah, he's from Bluff, Kansas, and you hear that, yeah. and you're like, that's a lie. This guy's not from Kansas. For I think he's from, Irish and pretend, <laughs> from Ireland and pretending to do an American accent. Yeah. For a second, I was yeah. like, this, this sounds like fucking Jackson, Maine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you've got uh, Scoop McNary is their manager, who you eventually find out is their former keyboardist. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal doing one of, giving one of the most like I knew one guy like this performances of all time. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he's very weary. He's got yeah. like a he's, he's wearing laying a hat. it on real um, thick. He's you yeah, are exactly like, like, oh yeah, Elvis. this guy is too. There's too much going on for this guy to live. It is like <laughs> he's dressed yeah. exactly like Elvis Costello all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's and right. then uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. 
Uh, she plays a theremin, but also general and other, like, uh, noises. Controller. Right? Yeah. She has like, like yeah, like she has various controllers. Controller. Yeah. yeah, synthesizers. Yeah. Uh, Donald Gleason joins as the keyboardist, and then we've got the this like French guy who he is just like an actor who's been in some stuff. Right. Uh, who and the is, bit he's he doesn't ever speak in English. Right. He doesn't speak in English. He doesn't like Donald Gleason. Um, does well, he none play of them both really do, bass. Except for well, Frank sure. And does he does he play both bass and guitar? I can't remember. Uh, but then anyway, I I. Uh, you know, I was just kind of thinking, like, I forgot that there are two members of this band it who does, are not played are, by famous people. Right, two, and so two, we've uh, got, yeah, the <laughs> the second of those people is their drummer. And do you know who plays their drummer? Who this woman is? No. no. Has not acted has maybe in like any other film. She has maybe, like, five lines of dialogue in the movie or yep. something? Like, she yeah, is they aren't really the characters. Yeah. yeah, she is Jack White's drummer. Sure, that makes sense. That's just like we need a drummer. Yeah, someone who can convincingly yeah. play the drums. Uh huh. Someone who uh, replaced Meg White. Meg White. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she did also. I was on her Wikipedia page. She before that she uh, her and uh, Josh Klinghoffer, who is eventually the guitarist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, went on tour as Vincent Gallo's backing band. Whoa. Being mm-hmm. a being like a. You know, just a musician around, just yeah. playing for That's bands. maybe the well, thing that's, that's that more prepared her to be in Frank. Uh, yeah. Maybe. No, I don't, what if Vincent like... Gallo was Frank? Might be a better performance. I was going to say, maybe better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, think, I don't know. not better from... Well, I guess it, it might. This it, is the thing. Like, yeah. this movie does not have a clear idea of what Frank's deal is. I feel like sure. the movie, no. like, does not I, like. I actually is... think it's like he's nothing well, but deal. I this guess. is well. This is right. He's like a series of quirks. Obviously, like yeah. obviously the head, right? But then, like you know, or very early on, Scoop McNary says he's the sanest cat I ever met. Like, so it's like, oh, but he's actually like the wisest among us because he's like yeah. eccentric mm-hmm. or whatever. And like, yeah. I don't know, like he's like very nice and agreeable. And like, he has the bit where he's always describing what his facial expression yeah. is underneath the mask. Non-threatening mm-hmm. smile. Right. Where it's mm-hmm. like, that's a little too self-aware. I feel like for like what this character actually should mm. be. And then, well, it, I think it, wearing the 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 head gives him a little bit of space to have some self awareness when when sure. he when he loses it then then he kind of loses and then then he can't be self aware. Right, and Helen, then you've also, got a really good Frank impression. Yeah, yeah. I was that nervous. Was, it was a little too Owen Wilson the second time. <laughs> no, that that was good because it did remind me of the other person I thought where I was like, oh, there's a little Keanu also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, and then there's also the aspect of him where he's like, he is like a musical savant. Uh-huh. Who is like great sure. at like yeah. improvising, kind of like a Brian like, Wilson, type right? <laughs> but then he also like is really susceptible to being pushed towards like changing his sound and his style. Well, like, okay, I guess. Stuff. Like, but I mean, that is a silly scene where he's like, "Oh my god, I've always dreamed of having a band member who would." Uh, want us to be likable, but then he writes his likable song, and it's just like still, you know, just like a different type of like absurd avant-gardeism. Yeah, it. I don't, so this I, is 
This the movie gets us to right, uh, his, like musical talent. I feel this like movie gets us to what I thought was the the point at which the movie showed the least musical awareness, and mate, you could maybe argue that this is Donald Gleason's character not showing this awareness, but uh, there's a point at which uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character uh, stabs him. Mm-hmm. And I believe goes to prison briefly, and she and, and he tweets out. He does file charges about assault, right? Yeah. Uh, he tweets out, "Our own Sid Barrett has left the band after stabbing me." And I was like, "What are you talking about? You are the Sid Barrett band." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that is what the the uh, likable song that Frank writes is. Is it's a Sid Barrett song, basically? Yeah, I, I mean, it's a it's a strange movie. I I I won't say I didn't like some of it. It's like yeah, it I helps a lot that the music watchable. is good. Yeah. Um. Well, just so he joins the band. Oh then, yeah, let's uh, get back. He, to they, uh, they go to like a retreat in <laughs> yes, like rural Scoop Ireland. Mary calls him yeah. in. Uh, they're gonna go to this house in right. Ireland. He doesn't realize he... it's like gonna be a long time. He's yeah, like, yeah. I told my job I'd be back on Monday or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, do you do that, they're there to man. record an album. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you see for about like thirty or forty minutes just the process of them going back and forth trying to record an album, come up with songs and sounds yeah. and all this practice mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one really likes Gleason because he's sort of a square. Yeah. Um, and eventually, as Jesse mentioned, um, Don, the Scoot McNary character, does mm-hmm. commit suicide by hanging while wearing a Frank mask. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I would say that's a gag that's not in great taste of yeah. uh, there he's wearing the Frank helmet, and they pull him off, and then Frank locks up, and they're like, "Ah, yeah." I'm like, "Oh, we don't care then." <laughs> and Frank's <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, um, and uh, 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 this whole time, he's also like, he is documenting. Yes, he's the posting music creation on YouTube. Process. He, he, and right, his he has Tumblr. a YouTube, he, has a, he has a Tumblr where he has 18 followers and not that yep. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I Pump do think, in like, there, brother. Yeah, uh, and then eventually they like they run out of money. And yep. Domhnall Gleeson's like, I have money from when my, my grandfather died. Egg, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he like puts a bunch of money into ke- keeping them. Yeah. They don't really resolve the uh, the tourists who the show up at the space. Well, no, he Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank dances with the lady. Her leg. Leg. Yeah, <laughs> great. Um, He's but got that it is also power over people that uh, Scoot McNary and Frank met in a mental hospital. Yes, um, right. And he's Mary, he's, got, he's kind of a Dan Harmon type, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know Dan Harmon used to fuck mannequins. <laughs> well, <laughs> you he to. talked about it. <laughs> I not I did not know this. Now, the archives of Harmontown for more never. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Frank was a regression. Me rewatching this movie, yeah. <laughs> or or the uh, former Quibi original slash now Roku original uh, dummy also. Of course, oh! directed by his girlfriend his, about yeah. him. Who plays him in that? Um, uh, what's his name? Um, God. Uh, hold on. It's very obvious. It's the guy from, uh, uh, The War at Home. Uh, Michael Rappaport? No. <laughs> the other one. Rami uh, Malek? From, from Terriers. Um. Oh, Donald Logue. 
Yeah, Donald. Donald Grounded Luke. for life is what <laughs> you're really saying. Not Grounded Warner. for life. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Donald Luke's character is named Dan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not subtle. Yeah, it's not it's like a secret. Yeah, it's not yeah. a secret. He's always yeah. wearing a cardigan and has a bottle of vodka inside of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I also never watch a Quibi. Um, but back to Frank. <laughs> so he's posting all these videos, uh, and they d- develops a bit of. Uh, um, <laughs> he's building. He's building a following. He's like yeah. reaching like. Mm-hmm. Which Sorry. I do think, like, I just get a crazy aspect... screen time report. <laughs> oh. The unemployment is hitting. Oh. <laughs> 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 it was really charming. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> That's there's not that many hours in a week. Amy, <laughs> if you guessed one hour of how. Uh, of a 24-hour cycle, if you guess one hour from then, you'd be pretty surprised at which one it was. <laughs> um, but Frank. Uh, yes. Well, and I do think, like, this is something I do think the movie handles pretty well, is, like, he, like, Donald Gleason's like, we're, like, getting successful. I'm picking up followers and all that stuff. They get offered to play South by. He is, like, pitches to them, like, this is a huge deal. We need to do this. This will, like, really help us blow up. And then I do really like the scene when they're there and they're having dinner with, like, the people who booked them. And they're, like, you realize you're, like, not actually famous here. Like, people don't, like, actually know what your deal is. Like, well, yeah. Only they're, have, like, like 20,000 uh, like, views yeah, is nothing. that is... <laughs> It's a it's a realistic scene. I don't know if I would say that I like it. Like I don't know if it's an interesting thing to sort of address in this movie. Well, yeah. here's the I mean, like it's like it's you're like a band playing like a South by Southwest sidebar. Like I feel like twenty three thousand yeah, right. hits is like reasonable. I don't know. Sure, yeah. it just it still doesn't mean that people who are there right. will know who they are. That's right. yeah, there, I guess. But it's, I do, right, but, it's I just, know. it was an unreasonable expectation for them to have that people would. Right, yeah. and I think it it plays into sort of, like, the way that, that the Gleason character is so, like, tunnel vision and, like, yeah. in high in his own supply mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Stupid, like, I you do, could say. You know, I think, I think it's, like, an interesting, like, awakening moment of him of, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I have, like, not actually thought through any of this. And I think yeah. that's, like, it's, I don't know, I that's, like, the, the character turn... That I enjoyed within this movie. Um, I mean, it does it, eventually allow him to realize, oh, I shouldn't be in this band. I'm making it worse. And walk away at the end, which is what happens. He walks yeah. off into the... It's not a sunset, because it's night, but I feel like the moon is right. overhead. And he... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, it... yeah, go ahead. They're at South by South... They eventually, <laughs> they get to South by Southwest. Um, they do a show... But after all the other band members have left, because they yeah. don't like the direction that Gleason's taking yeah. them in. Right. And Maggie and, Dillon uh, all stabs him. And yeah, he, she yes. does, She had said earlier, if you ruin this band, I'll yes. stab you. Yes, she had warned him. Uh, and then, um, yeah. And then the other two members are immediately just like, fuck off, we're not going to do yeah. this. this right. We're not actually characters, so we're just going to Well, because Frank starts yeah. having a bit of an episode. Right, uh, yeah. He's upset Gleason's... that Maggie Dillon has gone. And Gleason sort of uncaring, only yeah. eyes on the prize of the mm-hmm. show, and yeah. then Frank has a breakdown on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, They're doing uh, an unplugged set, though his guitar is visibly plugged in. That's true. His acoustic guitar is yeah, plugged in. Yeah, it's an acoustic yeah. guitar with a pickup. Um, and then um, 
they're sort of like drowning in their sorrows at a bar. Yeah. Frank runs outside after, uh, or it's like a CD hotel, yeah. and uh, uh, Fr- Donald Gleason yeah. is trying to get his head off to see yeah. it because that's like all he cares about. And um, Frank runs outside and gets hit by a car. Right, and then Donald right. Gleason goes and also gets hit by a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's uh, a, you see sort of the Frank head in pieces on the floor, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Frank is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and he now runs Gleason... around. He's like, Dad, did you see? Uh, I... Yeah. And then Donald Gleason's in the hospital and is filing a missing persons report and realizes he doesn't know anything about yeah. Frank in order to be able to find yeah. a missing They're persons like, report. Yeah, like, what does he look like? And he hangs up. Yeah. yeah. And um, then he... F- uh, finally finds him at his parents' house in Bluff, Kansas. Right. He yeah. turns to the power of the internet, and of he course. uses his huge uh, Twitter following now to apparently... Yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. he, there's a couple of dead ends, but eventually someone Someone's slides into like, the DMs Yeah, with try this house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that just Frank? There's no one, it, there's no one that else would that that could be. Sense. Right? Right, yeah, right. Like, he's never addressed in the movie, but yeah, because he's just at his parents' house. I don't think there's anyone else, unless it's, the, I feel like the four entities it could be is it could be Frank, it could be one of Frank's parents, or it could be the ghost of Scoot McNary. That well, feels who's the like, guy that he, he thinks is Frank at first? Just like, oh, the, um, he's like a gardener, or a landscaper yeah. or something. And he starts being like, Frank, I'm so sorry. And the guy's like, I... I'm, I'm just here yeah. for the tree. I'm just looking at trees. Yeah. yeah, right. That Right. He's like photographing the tree. Yeah. Very strange job yeah. that he has. Uh, but then, yeah, Frank's parents are standing out in the yard and Frank's kind of lurking. Yeah. Right. Sort of. I do think like this is... The best part of Fassbender's performance is when he's Ooh, like, I don't know. I think it's, 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 the, no. it's the worst. Part yeah, of I mean, the, just the physicality. I think like the scenes are not good or whatever, but I, I like guess. the physicality. Of yeah, him, like, it's the worst not... written part of that yeah. character. Yes. Yeah, yes. he's probably doing what is asked of him of just like, oh, now that you don't have the head, you're not able to express yourself. You're, yeah, he just kind of is shut down. Right. And he's got, like, yeah. you know, thick lines on his forehead from, from the mask, like, having yeah. been on there for a while. Or long the time. car yeah, accident. Hair or, yeah, 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 I didn't. I, it, was, it looked like a scar. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, um, and then uh, he, 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 he finds his way back to the band. Yeah, there's a bar where the remaining members of the band have been playing. He finds them because they've got another stupid name. Yeah, and, uh, he, and yeah. he takes Frank, and he's right. He's sitting at the bar, and Maggie Gyllenhaal glimpses at him, and he gives kind of a little gesture, and then Frank walks up, and he joins the band, and uh, they play a song that's pretty good that Frank just kind yeah. of came up with. They're backing him, and he. That's another Sid Barrett song. I That's kind of what they figure out through the movie is how to write Sid Barrett songs. Yeah. Um, Not exactly. I, th- I think but... the stuff, it's hard to say that works the best. Because a lot of it I do sort of just find tedious. But yeah, the them building or working on the album in the house is the most interesting stuff, I yeah. think. 
um, aside from like the Gleason Gyllenhaal relationship, which is just like so. Oh uh, yeah, they well, do yeah. I, basic point, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I really um, felt bad for Gyllenhaal in this movie. That I mean, yeah, he, it has nothing to not, do. She's not given anything. Yeah, but I mean, other than like, like being sullen. Yeah, no one really and being like, "Don't touch like, my theremin." Like, that. yeah, right, yeah. It it probably is the big the movie's biggest problem that like Frank is never an interesting character yes. or even like figure. Yeah, it is just like some of the quirks are like vaguely charming or interesting but none of them cohere into anything and then there's no you know when the head comes off it's just like this guy's not anything which is like that's not how that would work yeah um i mean whatever yeah i think it's like the that is where it is mostly like you don't have to worry about like how characters are feeling in those scenes where it's just like, Oh, these blank slates are making music and like, it's fun in its own way to sort of hear the music be made and like, see what they're doing. Um, I I looked up the guy who plays the guitarist slash bassist. And, uh, uh, he's in like movies you've heard of. He in, uh, Francois Civil is his name. Right. He won the Chopar Trophy for Male Revelation at the 2019 Cannes Film Festival, which I Whoa. didn't know was a thing. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's like, uh, I do know it. It like goes to like someone who's like, it, it goes to a man and a woman, I think, who are like ingenues. Like it is like, it's a, it's an international award. Like I feel like like Florence Pugh won it a few years ago. It's like that zone of person usually. Yeah, yeah, but it is yeah. Florence Pugh won it the same year as Francois Civil. Oh, great, <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> which is just funny because that's like a breakout yeah. award five years after he was in Frank. Well, doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's not breaking in out in Frank, certainly. Yeah, he's, <laughs> it also said that he was until 2018. He was part of an electro folk alternative rock group. Well, I guess that's how he got cast cast in this movie. One of the fakest names for a band of all time. Uh, Also, I guess like until 2018. So I guess he quit the band and then he became a breakout actor. So yeah, I guess ended up working out for him. Um. Yeah. It's. I mean the. Reception at the time, people liked it. Yeah. Um, high scores on all the aggregate sites. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I it, do feel like it. Yeah, had some to, like it. It like like I said, like it played like they played Colbert or whatever. Like there was yeah, like, there a, was a yeah, little like bit. Like a, I mean, because it was like Michael Fassbender is a star, and he's right. doing a movie where he's wearing a mask. Right, you're not going to see his face. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> what is this? Um, <laughs> but. Mean, it also was just like, as I was watching it, maybe the most overwhelming thought was like, it is impossible to imagine seeing this in a movie theater now. Like a movie like this, yeah, you, you could just never do it again. I think. yeah, you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't make Frank nowadays. But and it's also like Abramson only does TV now, and this wouldn't even 
It couldn't even be a TV no, show. It could, I don't no, think. It, like, it, you're right. It, it is it only. Could, it could be like a, a limited series. Yeah, you this. could make like a BBC, like a BBC like channel. Oh, I guess like it seven would be, episode TV yeah, show. For it would sure. be on maybe. BBC, but I mean, like six half hour episodes. Michael like Fassbender. Maybe it was the idea, like, but not of Frank. Like, well, the, now the, what Michael is in the movie? The movie is already like barely scraping by at like ninety something minutes. And it's like, there's not a lot of meat here. Like, they trim this thing down to the bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, because in the group chat, you were all mentioning how 2014 it, uh, this feels. Well, yeah. And, and that is, like, down to there being, like, a breakout UK indie movie, which is, like, a, a <laughs> yes, thing yes. I feel like happened in the 2010s. Well, yeah. I mean, this movie is... Stopped. Yeah, this movie is someone in my mind tied in with another movie that came out this same month uh, that Donald Gleason is also in that we've also talked about uh, Calvary, which similarly I was like, how was I like so excited to see Calvary? Like it is the only the yeah these two movies happened at like the same time and yeah i've now in the last year we watched both of them and uh neither of them are very good yeah yeah it's just like mcdonough hit edgar wright kind of hit in his own way and then it's just like the uk spent 10 years trying to find which uh, who would be the next one and they yeah, maybe they never just... did it i mean now it's what mark jenkin <laughs> That's a different Ooh. thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's the guy who made uh, Ennismen. Uh, Fate, and I think it's pronounced differently, but yeah, Ennismen. Um, yeah, this is different. I, I, I'm just it, thinking about like a yeah. Those movies aren't in. No, I know. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, try, I, I forget his name. What's the fucking guy who made? I think he's making Meg Two now. Oh oh oh! Ben Wheatley, um, yeah, Wheatley. Wheatley. he's oh, part Wheatley. of that. Yeah, they, they he's a lot little, of, they I mean, like David McKenzie is a little. Is yeah. there? Um, is he... I mean, it's like all the, the that sort of class of like the 2014, 2013 indie guys, where it's like David Michaud, yeah. like early yeah. 2010s, he's and like Australian, but yeah, yeah. also um, worked with Scoot. Yeah, the Rovers yeah. around that time, which is um, in. Who else? Another uh, John Crowley. I bet much. you could lump in a little bit. Maybe or Francis Lee, even like who made the drop? The drop. That's some uh, Nordic guy. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's a lot of Nordic guys also. Well, yeah, that's like the time of, of the Nordic sure. thriller, like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and yeah. The Snowman. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I guess I mean Killing more like your boy winding refin also was a guy who kind of hit and then my boy there was, absolutely there was my a king. little attempt at trying to find i guess uh, yes, yeah. yeah i mean that's like a parallel process that happened but yeah. yes do we want to talk about michael fossbender no in terms of just like what's What's, What's up, up with, with him? him? Yeah. I mean, so what? He has a big blow-up year in the early 2010s. He's in Inglorious Bastards in 09. Yeah. That's where mm-hmm. I first right. saw him. We've talked a, about Fish Tank, too. Yeah, that he's was, Fish Tank, oh, same year, sure. same can. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, and, uh, yeah. And then and he's then, in like, X-Men. He's Magneto. Yeah. yeah. He gets Oscar-nominated for uh, 12 Years a Slave and Steve Jobs are the two. Yeah. 
and right. then he uh, he tries to do Assassin's Creed, like he tries oh, to like. Have another well, yeah, he does. He, he becomes or, friends like, with Kurtzel and does Macbeth. Sure. He's yeah. another guy. I guess. Yeah, Kurtzel is. Yeah, yeah, Justin yeah. yeah. Another guy. Yeah, I mean the Australians are they, yeah. their own. Yeah, but I mean. Teresa the Kelly Gang is not bad. <laughs> and no, uh, this isn't even necessary. Yeah, join us, yes, yes, join yes. us uh, next month for our Nitrum episode. <laughs> Whoa. No, 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 he, no, no, didn't no, he? No. He won an award again. Caleb Landry Jones. Caleb Landry Jones. Best actor. I forgot about Nitrum. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that we're, not was fully we're not we're not gonna do an episode on that movie. Yeah. I, I bet I bet we'll never bring up Nitrum on this podcast <laughs> yeah. again. Um, <laughs> I, speaking of bets, I bet the Kurtzel Macbeth is good. No, um, bad, of boring. But um But then yeah, he he sort of flops at the late well, at the right. end of the twenty tens, like which maybe oceans. makes it easier for he is the one guy who Rumors started swirling, like, oh, Michael Fassbender's gonna get canceled, and then he did just disappear. He, for, well, like, he had a he like uh, had a... some like outstanding X Men obligations. Right, he was in right. He you know Dark Phoenix is well, know, yeah, but without more recent to, like, than you think. But the uh, sure, movie. that's but like he... 2019. I believe that his specific uh, issue was that his he had. Um, either been arrested or been charged with assault of uh yes, his former his, girlfriend yeah. and uh there's a lot of you know talk about him being this, a very aggressive guy in that regard yeah. and uh but then like you're saying sort of just faded yeah. away and has he not did. done anything. I mean he married Alicia Vikander they they, have, yeah, one right. of the last movies the late between the oceans where they met and yeah. they just like went on I think they like live somewhere they live in like Spain they have a child or something together. yes yeah. sure yeah um, and he's finally coming back this year. Well, yeah, right. and we'll see in, what happens. Yeah. I mean, two he movies. In, he was in two, two extremely movies. cursed productions. Yeah, right. I mean, it was supposed to be like twenty twenty that next goal wins was going to yes. come out. Twenty twenty, and also it just kind of went on. Theory pause. two was supposed to come out. Did Whoa. he shoot that movie? That movie finished shooting three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um. But yes, uh, and now he's and in of course he's got, the killer. Yeah, which will also yeah. be out this year. So yeah, right. We'll they see. haven't. They've announced the date for that, right? Or it's like they're, it's, they've given a month at least. It's like November. I believe it is. I think they did give it a date, either November or October. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is like he like when Frank came out, I would have been like, oh yeah, Michael Fassbender is one of my favorite working actors. Yeah. and then like certainly well, by the time. And, like, that goes on maybe a little longer, but, like, by the time he disappeared, it was, like, oh, yeah, that's fine. He can go away. We don't really care about him anymore. The the Lester's gone. He's also in around the same time and, like, a similar, I think it's 2015 uh, festival circuit, but um, he's also in the movie Slow West. Which, oh, sure. Um, which, yeah. He's That's a classic. Good in that. Like uh, I've heard a lot of people be like, "That movie's actually really good." I would yeah, wonder how I it holds that up because it's also it's I... Mendelssohn, uh, it's yeah. Cody Smith McPhee. Cody Smith McPhee is like the lead. Yeah, I, and... I don't remember who the the girl is in it. Is it Kaylee Spaney? Whoa, is it? I think it might be. Mendel Mendelssohn is kind of the standout yeah. in that. Fassbender's uh, doing like a sort of standard like mentor. Yeah. Uh, figure and Mendelssohn's got like a more sort of flamboyant 
I forget if he's like a full. Yeah, I think he's the villain. And he's got like a big furry coat. Yeah, uh, yeah, an actress named uh, Karen Pistorius. Karen Pistorius. Um, And that starts with a C. I was close. Yeah, but uh, just like another movie that like around the time of Frank, I would have watched and been like, oh man, I gotta see Slowest. Yeah, I was definitely a little like, is is um, isn't he also in a movie with with Donal Gleason that same Sundance twenty fifteen that like truly no one has seen? Fastman? Is it like it's yeah? It's called like Trespass Against. Oh, us. Trespass Against Us. Yeah, sure. That's that that's one, one of the like A twenty four. That um, was twenty sixteen, and that's Brendan. Is that twenty sixteen? Oh, um, that's what I meant to say. Yes, yeah, it's Brendan. Um, that was one of the like A twenty four, uh, Directv deal yes, movies sure. that just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mojave, off the face of their yeah, their beat, Mo- yeah, Hot Summer Nights, <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. But it is just, like, what are the, like, few movies before... And, like, I really remember liking Steve Jobs, but, like, what are the movies before Dark... Oh, right, it's The Snowman and... Sure. I, you right. know, people like Alien. Kind and he's in movie. he's in Song to Song, which he's I think. Oh, sure, the well. Alien. He's good. And he's very good in... Yeah. Alien. Yeah. I don't know. A weird guy. We'll yeah, be certainly. interested to see what the killer is. I, am, I mean, he's yeah. he's great. Yeah, I mean, in like Haywire, also. Yeah, but that's just like him at his sure. peak, I guess. Where yeah. it's just, like, I would get this yeah, guy like, in every movie. Eight years ago, it would have been like, holy shit, Michael Fassbender and David <laughs> Fincher. That's like you couldn't have a more exciting pairing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do wonder, like. Did he read the script before he signed on, or did someone just have to be like, "You wear a big paper mache head the whole time"? I mean, it's like John Ronson. There's a bit of like, like... yeah, John Ronson's a guy, sure, right? Yeah, Yeah. no, men who stare at goats was huge. Sure, yeah, uh huh. Um, They're still they're still staring at him to this day. Um, certainly, I don't know if it was. I think it was this movie that got me to be like, oh, man, Hysteric Goats, that Hysteric Goats, that's got to be great. That's got to be even better. It's got Clooney and Bridges, and then I saw it, and it's bad. There's nothing, you know. Like, yeah. I was primed to be into it. I liked Frank, but there's nothing in that movie um, for anyone. And it is like, you know, it's interesting because, like, it's called Frank. Fassbender mm-hmm. has to get the and because you don't see his face the whole time, so they can't like sell the movie on Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just like an interesting sort of like how much of this was like he liked the script and how much of it was he liked the challenge of it is like my so, question. Sure, so maybe or... a boring question, but he do you think he was had in, some... in the mask the whole time? Yeah. I yes. guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No if it wasn't, this movie has zero reason to exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely, like, at this point in his career, had some, like, distinctly anti-commercial instincts, I feel like. Sure. To, like, yeah. start to uh, wash away when, like, Assassin's Creed is happening. It's like, oh, no, maybe he does just want to be a big movie star. I'm pretty then... sure that one was uh, anti-commercial. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. They certainly they... ran a lot of commercials for it. Right. <laughs> there was, uh, I think the people who made that movie 
wanted it to be a commercial. And I think, I feel like that was, like, the thing, was it, like, he's, like, oh, he's found a thing that can be his movie star thing that excites him. God. Uh, and then it didn't work. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's just a, a strange thing that they made. Yeah. 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 Do you have anything uh, else to say about Frank? Uh, he's Frank. Yeah, he is Frank. Really... We can't. I mean, no I do think. In all. I do think the like the mask is like a well designed mask. Like it. Well, like, it looks yeah. like the real mask from the guy that it's like based on, kind of. But it sure. is like it's a funny little image to see the big head. Right, yeah. and it is like it's very distinct. I feel like where you're like that's Frank. Like when you see it, you're like it's yeah. Frank. Like the yeah. the real one is not as quite as wide. I feel it is sure. wider than a real face, but it's not as wide as the one in this um, movie. And it is like they do hand wave at the beginning, where he's like he never takes it off, and he's like, well, how does he do this? Or then and then Scoot McNary's like, you just gotta go with it, man. Like. Very early on, so I'm sure, like, I do want, if it was based on a real guy, like, he had to have, like, taken it off more than the character in the movie does, probably. But like, I think so. Yeah. It What's... was a character. In, like, he was, he was, like, sure. I don't think okay. he was ever, like, I'm Frank. The guy is named Chris Sivy. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah, it was, like, this is a character he does sometimes. I oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Um... Sure. <sighs> I do also the scene where he like kept, runs into him in the shower and he's sure. like got a big bag over his head, but he also sees like another Frank head on the floor. Well, which is like heads. I guess is set up for how Scoop McNair is gonna wear it when he kills himself or whatever. But, sure. Like, um it's a striking image. Mm-hmm. Um I've got my papers. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, right. This is like and it's like it is a comedy. It's like billing itself as a comedy. I don't know. Yeah. Not Did either comedy. of you, Andy or Emilio, laugh? There were points where I was amused. I think I, I that's I probably also that. my take. There's probably some stuff where I was like, "Well, that's that's like an an interesting idea." Sure. I did uh, like the hashtags are funny. I think like I think like that's an interesting nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Like, I don't know if they're funny in the way the movie intends them to be, but I do think they're funny. Sure. They were, uh, sort of a yeah, men, women, a children type beat. They, they were just for verosimilitude back then, but now <laughs> yes, they're, yes. <laughs> they're a quirky reminder of our past. Yeah. We should bring it back. We got to bring back the the, the, the slightly separate you know, voice hashtag. You know, between, we, like, here's, here's maybe a little thing to like end the discussion to just have a little thing to like go down on. Yeah. We we all talked about pause. We all talked about how 2014 this movie feels. Where were you in 2014? Watching Frank. Yeah, I was two years out of college. Um, I think I was mostly like substitute teaching, and also like was working for like a test administration company that would like I'd go to schools and like like administer tests for research purposes to students um so i like had a lot of free time i definitely was watching the daily show and the colbert report every single day that they aired mm-hmm. um yeah you know it was uh it, i i and but, but i was living at home was I think, it was, I, was at midnight on the air yeah 
It might have been around here, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was never I, into that. <laughs> uh, talking about hashtag wars. Um, I said this on Letterboxd. I was, in 2014, at the time of seeing Frank, I was actively dropping out of college. Mm-hmm. And I was the most depressed I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Frank um, didn't fix but, that? Uh, you know, I think it maybe made it worse. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> The other movie that I remember watching at that time, uh, which it could I could just be misremembering the timeline, but I just think of these as like similar movies in my head of like I definitely rented this instead of going to class and like watch uh-huh. um uh, uh listen up Philip, which um mm, is mm-hmm. a much better movie, but uh yep. just like that's where that's where I was. In Alaska Watching movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I was, uh... I was, uh... 11th grade. So, uh, you know, I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was probably a little aware when this movie came out. I probably was watching a bit of Daily Show and Colbert Report. Not to, uh, equate my life with Andy's, uh... We're very different people, I feel like, get that. But, you know, we can have some overlap. Uh, I don't know if I was listening to interesting enough music to really get Frank at the time, I don't think. Hmm. Like, I, I feel like at that time, Emilio, like... I guess that was post-2013, which is when I really got into music. But, like, still, even, like... I guess, like, Animal Collective would have been, like, out there for me. Sure. So, I guess. That's a good point. That at the Watching it this time, I did have a deeper appreciation for the music, where the first time I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> and I think the yes. song that I did, like, was basically the most normal little jaunty guitar tune. That, I mean, that mm-hmm. song's also pretty good. But it, it, it is, like, yeah, now I have enough of an appreciation of, like, Iggy Pop or whatever to be like, sure, like people banging on drums and playing weird stuff in the background sure. and like I just sort of dr- saying words. I can appreciate that yeah. good music that I like. But anyway, is that all we have um, to say about Frank? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you're talking about bringing back hashtags as sort of non sequitur type. Right. Uh, look no further than Mark Marin, my friend. He is keeping the hashtags alive and well. Glad to hear that. Uh, mm. I will not be following him. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense for my conception of Mark Marin, which is a person who tweets but does not read tweets. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so he has no conception of how I do occasionally see a retweet. I do see occasionally see a retweet of him saying it's blah 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 week on what the fuck or whatever, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Or tomorrow is whatever day on what the fuck. Like, so do you call the podcast what the fuck instead of WTF? I feel like I go in between. Sure. I never heard it called, said, spelled out. Doesn't like, he call it that at the top of the well, show? Well, no, he'll be like, he's like, well, I mean, he has all the what stuff the fuck arenas and all that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what the um, fuck arena? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing he says. Have you never listened to WTF? No. Yeah. Uh, wow. I've never listened to the first 15 on? minutes of an episode of WTF. <laughs> I've never listened to a single second of W. You're missing out. In my life. Check out his K- uh, Kelly Reichardt interview. It's really good. 
I'm sure there's some good stuff. I, you know, I'm just not an interview guy, you know? Any show that's sure. like, in this week, we have this person, and we're going to so, talk about their thing. It is the first 15 minutes, then, that you got to get into. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part where he's not interviewing. <laughs> yeah. Do you like people talking about coffee and cats? <laughs> you know, there are <laughs> topics, certainly. <laughs> um, well... Yeah, I think that we've sort of closed the book on Frank. I feel like Frank. we thorough, like we gave the people what they wanted, which was an episode. <laughs> yeah, we closed that on Martin about Marin. Teen film Frank. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about 2014. Yeah. He had the Inherent um, Vice episode, which is great, with Paul Thomas Anderson at the end of the year. Um, but yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we have any special presentations? Who's got a special presentation? I can go first. I've got a one right in front of me. Great, Cullen. I've gotten into making juice, and my juice that I'm drinking right now, I have a uh, a very old Jack LaLanne juicer that I got out of uh, a thrift store, and I've uh-huh. been using it to make juice, and uh, the one that I'm drinking is, we got a nice blend of carrot, honey crisp apple, ginger, lemon, and oranges and it just hits the spot nothing like drinking a juice that you made out of a cup that you made so do you have to like core the apple and no 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 and stuff or you just cut them everything goes in andy Uh if it's something like the oranges i may i peel you know what the the flavor it's a little bitter you want the um i made a green juice and i uh i took some of the thicker stems off the kale that i was using but like for the most part everything can go in the juicer does a good job at separating all of the pulp and all of the waste versus the juice it's very like it 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 can separate a little bit like as it's sitting but you know once you stir it up but it's a very like Mm -hmm. pure juice it's not very there's not a lot of there's Mm -hmm. no pulp really it's just like Mm -hmm. good and do you like do you really try hard about with the ratios, or do you like? No, nah, you just sort of eyeball it. Like, yeah. sure. I mean, I'll buy, I'll buy specifically for it, but it's like, sure. You think about how much of each thing you want in there, like celery mm-hmm. in the in the green juice I make. I do celery, cucumber, apple, spinach, kale, lime, and I did a second batch and added mint this time mm-hmm. and ginger as well. Um, but it's just like. You do, like, four apples, you do, like, six ribs of celery, and just, like, a, a big handful of spinach and kale, and then, you know, just, like, a half knob of ginger, a couple lemons or limes, some citrus in there. You just sort of eyeball it. Mm-hmm. Adjust as you go. I'll find, I'll find like, a master juice recipe and write it down someday. Mm-hmm. But I just love juice, and I love making it. Sure. Make sure you're still getting your dietary fiber. That's sure. That's true. You are losing out on the fiber that way. Is it is it the kind where you have like the plastic stick that you have to push the things down with? Yeah, it's got so yeah. it's like set up like this. There's the little spout here where the juice comes out. Yeah. And then there's a big hopper in the back for all the pulp, uh-huh. and, you know. And it's got its little tube up top. You put right. the the produce in right. and push down the plunger. And yeah. I don't know the technical terms, the augers, what have you. Sure. But it is like a rotating uh, blade that is, uh, it sits in a little container that is this shape. And the outside of that, and I'm doing sort of like a bowl shape with my hands. Sure. Um, yeah. For and, 
and we will post um, a video excerpt of this <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> uh, and uh it's sort of like shreds on the outside as also the where you're pushing down there's a rotating disc that has vertical blades that mm. hit it um and uh you know it's just a high power juicer in it it yeah. blends it up mm-hmm. i know people make like fruit breads with the leftover pulp uh there's things mm. to do. I think we've got a nice waste. Uh, some uh, we uh, get some herbs and some tomatoes growing outside. I uh, use it for the compost, probably. You just put it in a bowl and eat it. Get your fiber that way. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> Anyone else with a special presentation? Hmm. I mean, I speaking of uh, Frank, I went to right. see uh, Yola Tango last night, and they uh, they were so good. Uh, they uh, It's interesting that they are not considered a jam band, because they do the jam band thing, and they just play two sets of their own music, and they don't have an opener. Uh, and yeah, they... I assume, given that it's what the process, uh, not pro- what the structure was last time as well, that I saw them, that like it's generally the first set is like a little more rooted in whatever the new music is. It's generally more just like they're playing some songs. Um, and then the second set is just like very, very noisy. Uh, and they closed that second set with the story of Yola Tango, which was uh, really good. Did they play uh, Sugar Cube? They did not play Sugar Cube. Did they play Mr. Tough? <laughs> they didn't play Mr. Oh. Tough. They played. Uh, they, they closed the first set with Our Way to Fall. They did they played, play Let's Save uh, Tony Orlando's House? They played that the first time yeah. I saw them. Oh. <laughs> they played Deeper Into Movies. They played uh, Double Dare. There were some Stockholm Syndrome. There were some heavy hitters in there. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but yeah. Very, very loud. Awesome. There was the... You don't... You know, the... It you, you, uh, the story of Yellow Tango definitely feels like a different song live, and that the the album version is definitely like very much a build, but it's like a build to just like from very sparse to like you know fairly noisy. the The live version of the song is going from like fairly sparse with him playing a few loops and then the drums and bass coming in to like literally just the maximum amount of noise that there can be. Uh, yeah, it was quite special. Andy, you Um, got anything? Sure. Um, Donald Trump has been indicted for a second time. Uh, I do. This is the first time. (laughs) I do recommend checking out some of the excerpts from the unsealed indictment that have been floating around online, just because I think there's some classic uh, uh, caught doing crimes quotes in there that they have, Uh, and I think it's like there's just one where he's like, "Well, it'd be better if we didn't have the documents, right?" 
and he's just like talking about like well we shouldn't have we maybe we don't have them right and it's just like classic like oh you got caught doing a crime uh and that's great i'm very happy that we continue to indict donald trump on a regular basis and i hope that continues into the future is two times a regular basis i mean there's two more coming potentially so (laughs) okay great Wow. You know, four is definitely four is a pattern for sure. <laughs> yeah, they gotta they gotta pace out those two if there's two come in. We gotta right. get like yeah. one next week. One of one them, the I think, is like week. is uh, the Georgia one. I think is August is like when we're supposed to hear something. Oh, so like we're great. We're We've we're on we're on a good clip. Yeah, we can right. get prepared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of Frank season August. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You, you think really Trump saw him? Frank? No, definitely not. You think he's a robot in Frank? Uh, I think he's yeah. a robot in Frank. Is that true? No. So. <laughs> you know, isn't Kevin Spacey the voice of the robot? No, that can't that's, be true. That's Moon. You're thinking that's of Moon. moon. Thinking of moon. <laughs> isn't it someone? Is it like... You might need to talk about robot and Frank. (laughs) Yeah, we got to save it for next month. (laughs) Never. There's no universe in which we will do robot and Frank. Skarsgård? Peter Skarsgård. Peter Skarsgård. That makes sense. Sure. Sure. Trump should just like transition into. Jeremy Strong's in it? Wow. (laughs) Into taking old man character actor roles in like little indie movies. Yeah. Whatever uh-huh. 2025's robot and Frank is, they can start Donald Trump. Yeah. With Donald Trump. No, not with. Top build. Well, yeah, Donald Trump is Frank listen, too. If it uh, stops him from running for president, I'm all for it. <laughs> Would you vote if... for Donald Trump for president if he 24-7 wore the Frank head? No! <laughs> no, Andy... What if your sort of monkey's paw was Donald Trump is in movies and you have to see all of them and that's the only way he won't run for president again? I would take that sacrifice for my country. Absolutely. It's like I several would. a year. Yeah, I, he's like, he's that's, like pumping he's out. He's not VTV. always that's the lead, fun. but it's yeah. always a major sure. role. I mean, that's the, him being in like three movies a year, I think, would still equal less time you would see him than sure. if you were. Yeah, right. Sure. Well, you gotta watch all the press. You gotta watch all his talk show appearances. Uh, but the movies are eight the, hours long each. All the junket <laughs> interviews. There's listen. I'm prepared to go very far if to stop him from being president. The so. guy who made the Dow movies is doing Trump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's gonna be. And then like... he's also doing a Nicholas Whiting Ruffin miniseries. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't you fucking dare, bro. You're telling me he wouldn't jump to put Donald Trump in one of those things? Absolutely he wouldn't. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything. Amelia, what's your special presentation? Uh, I totally have not just been uh, floundering trying to look for one while you were having... Hey, me too. <laughs> if, you don't want, if, you don't, if you don't have one, we don't need one. Yeah. Uh, give me a sec. I think I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remembered it. Whatever. I'm going to plug Baby Faces tiny desk concert <laughs> whoa which uh babyface a legendary r&b producer of the 90s and 2000s he did a uh, tiny desk where he played a bunch of the songs he's produced for other people a lot of boys to men stuff he uh, but at one point he does a uh, very he plays uh thanks for the memories the fallout boy song mm. which he produced and uh mm-hmm. that was it's a fun song to hear with just like 
very good singers and uh, like a, a weird arrangement behind. A them. better singer than Patrick Stump. You know what? I'll say it. <laughs> They're better singers than Patrick Stump. That's mm-hmm. so far. All right. Copenhagen Cowboy season two. There's a new cowboy in town. Oh, and he's wearing a big old mask. <laughs> and he won't take it off. Uh, well, I think with God, that, we managed to stretch our Frank episode out to like an hour and You know, I didn't want to say it, but earlier on we were talking and I was like, we're almost done. And I looked yeah, there at the time bar we and we were like, like 19 minutes in. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I did like 11 minutes into the second recording and I was like, we're wrapping up. <laughs> yeah. We were, it was, it was crazy. Um, but I bet our listeners can't even tell that we were feeling that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on Twitter and see all the new hashtags that uh, Andy's going to start posting, uh, nom, you can nom, nom. do so at Can I Kick It? We're also on Letterboxd and Instagram at CIKIPod, on TikTok at Can I Ticket. You can email us questions or comments at canikickitpod at gmail.com. If you want to send any money our way, you can do that at uh, coffee.com slash canai, ko-fi.com slash canai. I think we said last week, but maybe something in the works for uh, as uh, an yeah. incentive. Uh, um, yeah, we're working on it. And um, if you give us a thousand dollars right now will make we'll a frank what we're thinking oh no i was gonna say we'll make a frank head and we'll do tiktoks with the frank head from tiff yeah um we will make the frank head. yep i mean okay. whatever probably i or maybe yes. we'll outsource maybe we'll outsource it to someone who's already in canada so it doesn't have to uh, go across the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to go on a plane. I don't think you could even get away with uh, domestic travel without a lot of questions. Just be like, well, 2014 was an interesting time. I'd be like, yeah, I have my papers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I think that's it. Our theme songs by Trulate. Did I say that already? If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, you can do it. Uh, I'm. Clatchley, Andy's Andy T. Germ, Jesse's JC Peak, like Weber, and Emilio is I'm Laugh Alone. And with that, I will release our audience. Bye. 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 Bye.